is the Big Church Podcast. Welcome to Vision Sunday 2021. It's time to hit refresh. Pastor Rich and I are so pumped about 2021, and we 100% believe the best is yet to come. 2020 was full of, we're tag teaming again, as you all can tell, uh, but 2020 was kind of full of some interesting things, right? I mean, very unexpected challenges. Uh, isn't her hat cute? Just look, come on. We got, I, I have to stop in the middle. She tried to bebop across the front. I said, that hat's just bobbing in the lights there, but uh, she's so cute up here today. But 2020 was unexpected, and we hit some challenges that we really didn't expect, but uh, we got to start thinking about our life and the years of our life. And basically, you got three things when you start talking about life. You start talking about your past. You start talking about what you're living in right now is the present and also the future. Well, last week, we looked back on what 2020 showed us and some of the lessons that we learned from 2020 because, you know, it wasn't just a wash. There are things that we took out of, uh, right. out of, the, out of that year that we can use in going forward into this year. Let me just recap. Uh, we can prepare for the unexpected. We know that change is part of life. And I've had to learn that. I like things the way I like them, but I have to understand that change is coming and you can't get around it sometimes. We learned that we appreciate family more and more and more. We appreciate friends and those that are around us and the things that we have. We learned also that it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to ask for help when you're not okay, right? Amen? It's okay when it's okay to slow down your life just a little bit. You know, I'm not saying come to a complete screeching halt, but sometimes it's good just to kind of slow down and reflect on how good God has been to you and how good things are around you. And we also learned that time is extremely valuable. You know, we should use our time wisely, and we got to know that our time is limited too. Even though it was challenge, even though it was challenging, I just want to excite this somebody this morning. I'm exciting myself this morning. But I want to tell you some things that happened that were good in this church in 2020. And you look back a lot of times and you want to find, we live in a very negative world, and we look back and try to find all of the this and that and the other. But I want to look forward and tell you what God did in 2020 in big church. But we had lives and families that were still transformed and changed, even though the enemy tried to shut us down, even though everything tried to get us. Hello, online. We love you guys out there. But even though they tried to shut us down, we still saw lives and families transformed. And listen, we gained new people. How many have been coming? I mean, just this year, if you would raise your hand for me. Wow. I mean, we gained great families, great people. So I just want to look to God and give him uh, the praise this morning. But our outreach has still continued, even though there were shutdowns and lockdowns. And, but we still were able to give out over 200 bags of groceries during that time and help families in need. Come on. It's good. And let me tell you what, the best thing about it is you all helped with that too. You all gave to that. You all were, uh, the, the Love Louisville outreaches were, were, were still funded by a lot of you all sitting in this place right now. So we thank you for that. Lori and her team had, have done quarterly things this year and they continue next year. So I'm gonna ask you to get signed up to help them because they're doing a lot of great things around. Sometimes we don't really know what's going on good in our church until somebody gets up and tells us what's going on good. But there are some good things that are going on currently right now. We're gonna talk about it here in just a second. But Brandon and Casey who are out of town are out with us. Hi, if you're watching right now, y'all. They stepped out of the church walls. They stepped out of not what we do here, but what they decided to do and do, did uh, Monday breakfast. breakfast 
Breakfast Monday. I got it backwards. But they stepped out and they go down you know, one Sunday a month and they, one Monday a month and they help the homeless. They give them food and they did that outside out of their own hearts. So we are so thankful for that. Um, you know, we stepped outside of the church and we baptized. Listen, we didn't step outside of church and baptize, sorry. We baptized. It'd be awful cold to do it outside, wouldn't it? That'd show how really saved you are if you want. Hey, we're having a baptism Sunday outside in three weeks. So, y'all. But, you know, we baptized more than 50 people. Let me tell you why that's amazing, because we were afraid to dunk people. We didn't know the, the proper etiquette of what was going on, but we baptized over 50 people during this time. And we weren't even in the building for six months. So that came in just two times of baptism. That's crazy. So this year, we were able to hire three new staff members. I mean, you look back on something, you say, how in the world do you do all of these things? But, but to God, God is the reason we do these things. But we hired three staff members, and it pushed us to go online. And we are so thankful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I'm kind of old school, if y'all haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, if you ain't in church, then you shouldn't even be able to watch it on TV. That's the old version. But I am so glad that we stepped out. We spent the money because what it's done for us now, it's reaching uh, not just the people that are sitting here or even just the people that are right in this area. It's reaching our at-risk people out there who can't make it in right here. It's reaching a whole new community out there. Listen, they're giving me these metrics every, every Monday morning. And I mean, we're having thousands of people watch what we do here. There are people that are commenting that are all from different places in the country, didn't even know we were here. So uh, it, it, stepped, it pushed us out of our comfort zone just a little bit too. But um, we're just so happy to, to be doing that. But we live, I'm gonna talk about the present just for a moment. And I'm gonna put up Philippians 3.13. It says, I don't, I don't count myself to have apprehended. It means I haven't arrived yet. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me, I said last week, sometimes it's good to look back and learn from, but forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. You gotta not look back, you have to learn from what you look back on, but reaching forward to those things which are ahead. We have to keep going forward. If you stop and if you stay where you're at, you're probably always gonna get what you've always got. We've got to continue to go on forward and staying and standing still is not an option. So here we are, January 3rd, 2021, and we are choosing to hit refresh. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And Habakkuk 2, 2 says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. A vision does three things. One, it cancels confusion and gives us a clear focus, right? Because we know the lane that we're running in when we know the vision. Number two, it helps us to see what could be and not what is. It's faith. Number three, it helps us to endure obstacles with hope. This is the vision, and I know if I put my faith in Jesus, I have hope that we can attain that, right? So um, this year, 
we're going to hit refresh and we're going to continue to build on what we started last year. We uh, will continue to build crews. That's why the crew expo is out there. And I want you to know that we have doubled the number of crews. Um, we, there has been a noticeable growth in relationships, in community. I mean, you see people hanging together outside of the church. And we've also seen people's relationship grow with the Lord. And that was goal number one, vision number one. And we've seen that. You guys, we have empowered 20 new crew leaders this year. I love that. I love empowering some leaders. And we've heard countless testimonies of how important crews have been to people. Can I just tell you, I've been talking to 40-year-old women that have told me that this is the first time in their whole life that they feel connected and accepted and a part of something. I love that. And... Just from last season, still dealing with quarantine and COVID, just last season, in three months, we had 12 baptisms from crews. Y'all, yeah. no. 12 baptisms just from crews. Come on. And we have seen people that get connected to crew that were never connected to our church. That is a major win. Listen to Amos 3.7. It says, Surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants and prophets. And let me tell you, what we saw happen in Cruise in 2020 is exactly what God gave Pastor Rich and I the vision for. Growth growth. So if you haven't gotten connected to a crew, we hope that you guys will stop by the expo right afterwards and get connected. And I want to let you know, just because it's so easy to go, oh my gosh, look at all those tables and all those people. I'm just gonna skip over that. I want to be intentional and let you know the crews that are going to be offered. It's worth two minutes to read that to you. So Jake and Dylan, if you will stand up when I call your names, crew leaders. Um, Jake and Dylan will be leading a relative topic for college-age men. Thank you. Casey, Brandon, Tommy, and Leanne, stand up. They are leading marriage and engaged couples. Regina and Amanda, stand up, are leading single moms. Emma, Linda, and Mary Beth are leading the dream of you, identity study for women of all ages. Rich and Bruce, stand up, <laughs> are leading uncommon men. Monica and Brandy, Monica, Pastor Monica, maybe, oh, she's in the back, there we go. Uh, they are leading forgiving what you can't forget. For women, and it's also a children's crew. Terry and Renee are leading our prayer crew. Carol, Renita, and Bianca are leading women's crew, How to Hear God's Voice. Stephanie and Teresa are leading, I said this, you heard that. 
It's a women's crew. That's a man and woman's crew there. I said, what did you say? (laughs) Ashley and Leanne are leading a crew for women called Bridging the Generations. Ooh. Ah. Okay. Uh, Paige and Carolina are leading discipleship in young adult women. Renita and Donna are leading women get out of your head study. Cameron and Alyssa are leading a refuge cruise girl on discipleship. Brooke and Shelby are leading young women high school age finding their identity in Christ. Shauna and Laura are also leading forgiving what you can't forget. Taylor and Caitlin, woo, yay, are leading college-age women. Anna and Hannah, and I think they're out of town this weekend, um, are leading relative topics for college-age women. Ashley and Tabitha are leading a women's crew on the book of Luke. Josh and Amy are coming back for round two of financial peace. University, and I do want to say a little bit about this one because if you've struggled with finances in any way, shape, or form, or you're like, budget, what's that? How do I make my money go further? This, this is something that you have to register online, not just here at the church. So I wanted to give that one a plug. Make sure you see them out there and find out what the next step is. Um, and brand new, our first ever Saturday crew, Russell Jones. And I have to tell you what he's doing more than just saying, hey, he's doing a project crew. He has a heart for outreach, and we have a heart for outreach here. So he's going to be leading a crew. If you're interested in going, and maybe single moms have a hole in their wall, and it just needs to be repaired, but they can't, they don't really know how to do it, and they don't want to spend the money to do it. And they don't want me to show up at their house to fix it either. Amen. Then that's going to be something that, that his project crew does. Not just that, but numerous things. Now, what it is not, online, it is not building a whole house, (laughs) remodeling a a whole house. It's not building on a room. It's actually a project for outreach to help people that really need help, okay? And then if there's not any that comes in, All of those requests will go to Taylor at mybigchurch.com, and then we can uh, let them know. But um, if there's nothing, then they're going to work on church projects. Isn't that so cool? We're so pumped about that. So give it up for all of our crew leaders. Last year, uh, one of our initiatives is to grow the men of the church. And come on, guys, give me a hand clap. Just the guys in here. Oh, y'all can do better than that. Come on, let's show these. I'm kidding. 
But it, it was to grow the men of the church. And to be honest, we started strong. I mean, uh, the very first men's breakfast was very successful. That was February. Uh, our men's group started out. And we had, a, I mean, we had a circle in the back, didn't we, Tom? There was a ton of guys showed up. And then COVID hit. COVID hit. And it threw everything off. But COVID hit us, but we don't want to use that as an excuse to go forward into the future. Because if you do, you're going to stay where you're always going to be. So we're still going to, our initiative is still to work on building the guys and doing some things. Uh, Let me just be honest with you. Guys are a little different animal than ladies. We Uh, know. uh, You know, you can throw a pie out in the middle of a table and you'll have 14 women crying around the pie. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Guys are a little different. You got to pull and tug and push. And, but, you know, we're, gonna, we're still going to push to. That's the truth. Y'all know it. Everybody's crying and having a good time, right? But um, I just want to write this. I want to give you this quote. It says, you can't change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. Wow. You know, the destination of where we want to go, it's something that usually doesn't happen just like that. But the direction that you can go and you can take, you can move that in any direction at any given time. So once a month, we're going to try to get together with the guys and have just an activity. And, and I know everybody doesn't like sports. I mean, uh, you know, I get that. So we're getting some ideas together. We had, our, we had a cornhole tournament a couple, about a month ago. And we had about 10, 12, 15 guys show up. It was fun. We had a good time. Uh, we just met at the church yesterday, watched the games. It was kind of last minute, spur of the moment thing. But we're going to plan some stuff this year going forward with the guys and get us all involved in doing it. And I need you guys to help me out this year to, help, to give me the, the, the push to say, okay, this is what we can do. And that's how we, this direction, to get people who may not like watching football or basketball. I can't imagine you not watching football or basketball, but that's just me. I'm sorry. But, uh, but just to get those ideas of how we can do those things. But, uh, you know, we want to plan for the future, too. We don't want to just stay right where we're at. We want to plan to see what else can happen. And I've had many guys say that they wanted to plan a men's retreat. Uh, hey. Listen, we could go out somewhere in the middle of the woods. We can fish as Joe's giving me the fishing rod back there. We could light something on fire, but not the woods. Bonfire started by big church. But we can support these things. But what I need you to know, and, and so if we have these particular things, we need you guys to sign up. We really need uh, some participation in this to figure out where we're going to go. So we are definitely going to plan a retreat. I'm going to get with some of the guys in here. We're going to plan a retreat for coming up into the spring, summer. Nobody wants to go nowhere when it's cold, including me. A fire can't keep you that warm. But um, we want you to support these things and come to the gatherings. If I send something out, how many is on Facebook in here, guys? If I send something out there on Facebook, men's, please respond to it. Please say that... 37 people saw, and I got one comment, so <laughs> it's real, but, uh, but I mean, I need you guys to respond and get on board with these things, because I, I hear, I do hear men say sometimes, I feel like we get left behind, or, or not left behind, but kind of like off to the side or something, but sometimes that's the responsibility of us okay. taking the responsibility to take that extra step, come on, I'm being honest, again, women in the pies. So also, I want to talk to you about, uh, about uh, the campaign that we did this year in 2020 called Build the Walls. How many was a part of Build the Walls? That's awesome. 
Here is, I want to give you an update, because we're going to talk about where we're going, but I want to give you an update on what, what the Build the Walls program was. Is it, We were trying to buy this building that we're in right now, and we needed $100,000 for a down payment uh, on that. This year, so far, as of this year, Pastor Monica got it to me, we raised $55,690 so far in COVID year. That's something to be excited about. So in talking to the owner of this building too, just since last year, the price went down on the building $100,000. God's up to something in 2021, I'm telling you. And here's another good thing. About 90% of the pledges that people pledged wow. for this year came in. Wow. That's amazing. Most of the time, that's usually not that high, but about 90%. So I just want to thank you guys for who actually uh, pledged for the whole year. And we're, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it here later on. Pledged for the year, and you also fulfilled that pledge. But we're not done yet, and we're not there yet. We are not at the place where we've arrived. But we got to hit refresh because I believe 2020 is the best yet to come. 2021. 2020. Hey. We are going to have three points of focus this year. Our first focus is we have partnered with and will be launching Celebrate Recovery. Y'all don't even know. God gave me this vision years ago before we ever started Refuge, which that was nine years ago. And I've been praying into it and believing that it was going to happen one day. And just a happenstance conversation after church one Sunday with Brandy Oda. Will you please stand up? She explained to me her past and what she dealt with, with uh, living in a family of addiction. And how she was working to help other people along with it. And it was one of those Holy Spirit moments. Y'all know when I get them, I like hit my head and go, ah! It was one of those. I was like, oh my gosh, you're the answer to a nine and a half year prayer. And I shared that with Circle Up. Like our first focus is something that God told me nine and a half years ago. And so I want to challenge you and encourage you today that if God tells you something this year, that you yeah, keep pressing in and believing and praying because it may not happen this year, build the walls, but it can happen yeah. in the future. Yeah. Stay pressed in and ready to go. So Celebrate Recovery, as you've heard in the announcements, is not just people that are addicted to drugs or alcohol. It's for anybody who has any hang-up, habit, or issue. You guys, sometimes, like, I have an addictive personality. And I had addictions. Now I'm addicted to Jesus. Do I have to come for that? <laughs> but anyway, you guys, again, I want to reiterate it because it's so important. If you feel called to help lead people in this, we want you at the interest meeting Saturday, January 16th at 10 a.m. in the plugged room. Our second focus is we are going to focus on growing and building young families. 
We have lots of young adults, as you see, thanks to Refuge. And we have a lot of people, mine and Pastor Rich's age, you know, 20-something. 29. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people our age, but we are missing a whole generation of the 30-somethings, yeah. the ones with little kids, and uh, we love the, the sound of big kids over here. We love to hear the kids crying, yes, crying, Cat and Q. We love that. We love, uh, uh, I know you don't, but we love it. We love the sound of laughter. We love the playing. We love that, and not only us focusing on this will build the church, but it's going to build the incredible program that Pastor Monica and her team have have uh, created. And guys, Big Kids is the future of the church. Yeah. If we don't steward them and build them, we're not going to have a church. So here's how we're going to do that. The first thing is we are sending out 5,000 mailers targeting young families this week. Renee Jones, would you please stand up? <laughs> Renee has built a whole business her whole life on marketing and knowing how to target and get in the homes of different demographics. And so she is using the gift that God gave her to build and serve this church. So we're so pumped about that. 5,000 mailers, can't wait. Um, the second thing is we're going to do a lot more targeted social media marketing to reach this group. The third thing we're going to do is more events like Breakfast with Santa and Trunk or Treat. I heard there was an awesome Santa this year, y'all. He was great. Let's, good job. Uh, but we're going to do that because that is what families need. We want to not just build what happens in here, but we want to build the whole family. Um, and as you heard in the announcement today, at the marriage conference, we're not just going to work on building relationships and marriages, but we're offering something for your kiddos back in a, a kids conference during the same time. So you don't have to worry about childcare. We're going to feed them. We're going to take care of them. And we're going to grow them at the same time. And the last way we're going to do this is moving forward this January, we will begin providing child care at every event we do. So you're coming to She and Dad's out of town, we're going to take care of your kids. If you're coming to the marriage conference, we're giving them a, a kids conference. If you're coming to prayer on Wednesday nights, by the way, let me put a little plug in. This Wednesday night is our first community prayer of 2021. We're going to have somebody that keeps the kids during that time. We want to make room for the whole family and to allow you to get stronger so that you're stronger for your family. In business, in church, and in your personal life, you always put money where the need is. So if you're struggling in your marriage, invest in some marriage counseling. Pastor Rich and I, who started going to marriage counseling, what, five years ago? Yes. And something like that. And you guys, we continue to go do a checkup with our marriage counselor. 
It is so important that we have healthy marriages. You will sign up for the marriage conference. That's another thing. If you're struggling and sign up and be a part of that. Let's say you're struggling with your kids. You put money in buying books so that you can learn activities that you can do with your kids to parent more effectively or then and build the relationship with them. I highly recommend Alexa and Troy Brown's Happy Chats cards. It's 52 cards to promote family togetherness, and it focuses on topics like gratitude and kindness and identity and character building and honesty. And you can do these in a long car ride, at dinner, just any time, and it's a good way to do that. Um, So I want to... Sow this into a young family. If you're, if you want, maybe you're not struggling, but you want to come up with a good uh, idea to help your family, run out down here right now. The first person down here, you get these cards, and we are going to start. Come on, nobody need, nobody wants it. Come on, Q. Ah. Ah. Okay, (laughs) guess what? I have another set at home, so you're going to get it too. Thank you for being brave. Come on down, the price is right. (laughs) And beginning next week, we are going to stock Happy Chats cards in the bookstore so everybody can get it. And then let's say you're struggling financially. There's two major things you can do right here at the beginning of the year. Number one, sign up for Financial Peace University. Or maybe you're not struggling, but you just want to make your money go further. And then the second thing that you can do is commit the tithe to the Lord. And I know people are like, oh, really? Of course. But you guys, it works. The word says it, and the word never returns void. I promise that you will be blessed. Let's tag, just just for old time's sake. Our third focus is going to, as I talked to earlier about building the walls, we're going to continue with building the walls because, as I said, we've not arrived yet. We've not gotten to the place where we need to be yet. So what is build the walls? And, and I know some of y'all, if you're, it's your first time here, you're like, this is kind of a different kind of service. I was thinking somebody's going to sweat and breach and, and walk around, but this is a little different. This is Vision Casting Sunday. And we still want to cast a vision of we believe God has planted us in this building. We believe that God has, has, has he's given us a great owner out there that's been so, I mean, just so, so good to us over these last three years. But this building is for sale. As I said, we need a down payment for it of at least $100,000. We're building our credit as a church right now, trying to figure out some different ways of going about that. But, you know, not only are we going to use it to, to, to buy this building, but, you know, we're adding, we've added, we added three new people on staff last year during COVID. I, that's amazing. You don't, let me tell you how, no, you need to clap out louder than that. You don't know how stressed out. I hired one person March 1st, and we shut the doors March 16th, and I was like, OMG, what and are we And she gonna? was full-time. And she was full-time. She full went part-time. Time. Yeah, and I was like, what in the world are we going to do? But you know, that's God. He takes care of everything down the line, and I'm learning. I, 
2020 has helped me to be able to trust in God a whole lot more because, and he's been so faithful too. But we wanna do this where we can add to our staff and, and do more outreaches too. We believe that there's more to be done, not just in this building, but outside of this building. There's a whole world out there right now that needs to know who Jesus is. And it may not be somebody, you stand there with your Bible in your hand or, 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 or a track or something. Maybe it's just the love of handing someone a coat that needs a coat. Handing the, that out there to a single family family, uh, single mom or something that needs a bag of groceries like we gave over 200 of them out there. So there are things that we're doing right now outside the walls that I really are going to affect the inside of this wall yeah. too. So let me ask you if, you, if you pledged in 2020, we're going to start our pledge drive back in three weeks uh, after the expo is over with and we're going to try to try to go ahead and get our goal, get to where our goal needs to be. So if you pledged in 2020, you'd like to do it again, you're gonna have another opportunity to do that. And we're gonna resume that. But listen, the more money that we raise, if we, if we raise more than $100,000, that's even gonna be better to actually take to a creditor or to a bank or to, to say, hey, listen, we have diligently worked to try to get this up. And this is kind of new to me, but what I'm doing is I'm surrounding myself with people that are smarter than me. There's not too many of them out there that are smarter than me. Shh, okay. But I mean, I'm surrounding people that are smarter than me in finances and in, in, uh, in basically built, buying a building and doing those things because I'm new at it too. That puts me to the place where this year has been really good for me and also Pastor Minnie, but I've got a mentor in my life now. I've got someone that, that I can look to and then I can talk to and then... Uh, and actually, we've sat down with him a couple of times. He's just been able to pour wisdom into us because, can I just be honest? We're, we're three years into this church. We're kind of baby pastors, and so sometimes I ask you to give us a little bit of grace, and we've asked, give us some grace because there's times we've made mistakes, there's things we've done wrong, there's things that we've tried and failed at, so uh, it's good to have a mentor in your life, and, and Pastor Lonnie Johns, uh, he, he's in Lake City, Florida. He has over... Is that right? I thought I said Lakeland, but um, he's in Lake City, Florida. He's got over 30 years of ministry in, in it. So he's at Christ Central Church is, is the name of his church. And let me just tell you, when I, when, uh, I got uh, hooked up with, with through John Teal, remember John has spoke here last year, and he said, you got to meet Pastor Lon. He's awesome. So I started sending him text messages. He actually texted me back. That was awesome. That was very surprising, too. I get a text from him every Sunday morning encouraging uh, me and encouraging our church. So it's been really good. But when we went uh, to meet him for the first time, we got off the interstate. And I mean, we was driving in the middle of pine trees. We were um, looking. Every federal correctional institution, I believe, is on that road that goes into Lake City. I mean, there was barbed wire fences, and I was like, my gosh, sheriff's departments, everything right on this road. I said, we better not get in trouble here because it's not a far shot to go to jail. <laughs> but it was, but as we drove and we drove and we finally got to the church, it was in the middle of nowhere. But then we saw this hundred and some acres that they had purchased out there in this huge facility. They have a thousand or fifteen hundred person church out in the middle of nowhere. And I remember him saying, saying, to, saying this to us. He said, if God can do it in Lake City, Florida, in the middle of nowhere, he can do it in Louisville, Kentucky. And it was an encouragement to me to say, you know, he can do it. Uh, God is not done with this right here. This is only the beginning of where we're going this. So... Um, he also gave us some ideas, and we're working on these right now. These are not etched in stone, but he's given us some ideas on, he said you need to have several, uh, uh, several forms, 
streams of income coming into your church other than your regular tithes and offerings. And we're gonna begin some teaching on tithes and offerings over the next, in the next few weeks. But he said, you need to have something else coming in. And, and tell them what God spoke to you about. So back in, actually for almost a year, I've been having intercessors pray for strategy for big church. And, um, and, and for my life too. And what ended up happening in October, I just really felt this sense of urgency. I mean, we've gone through quarantine. We've done everything. You know, I was like, okay, I got this sense of urgency that we needed to create something else besides church coming out of this building. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it looked like. I, I just knew that God told me, what if they shut churches down. We need to have something else where we can minister to people that isn't a Sunday morning gathering. And so we just begin to pray into it, and then I'm going to pass it back to him. Started praying into this, and so then when we went back up to, uh, she said, I just feel like God has something business or something that's going to be birthed out of our church that's going to help it propel us with more income and to reach more people. And so I went to visit uh, Pastor Lonnie uh, at Lake City and he took me to their, se their center called the Renewed Center. I don't do well sitting down, can I stand up? He took, he took us to the Renewed Center. And what the Renewed Center is, it's a place for, uh, and I'm not saying we would do this, I'm just, I'm just telling you what they do. They have five apartments built and they help mothers who, who want to have their child and take it full term. They help them, let them live there through their whole pregnancy. They take them to their doctor's appointments. They take them to, uh, th and they also give them counseling on, also help with adoption. Because even at the end, they said there's some that, that really don't want to have the babies, but they help them with adoption. On the backside, they got a 16 bed homeless where they allow them to come in at nights, take showers, they have washing machines, they have uh, I mean, it's crazy, all the stuff they have in this thing to help them come in. It's not a long-term thing. It's a short-term where they can come in, get cleaned up, and do some things like that. And on the other side of the building, they're building four apartments. Um, it just excited me to see all that was going on. They're building four apartments. They have one of the largest veterans hospitals right there in Lake City. He said some of these guys come down to get their treatments, and they have to sleep in a tent. Or they have to sleep in their cars. They're building something where if they have an overnight treatment or something to, to that fact, they'll have a place to stay. So it encouraged me. Then I walked into this room, which is not, it's not even as big as the space next to us over here, which is for uh, Elise, which is going to be ours one day. And, and I looked around, and they have this huge thrift store set up. I mean, it was... It was tables of stuff, and they had donations coming in. And it just, I don't know, my, my spirit started stirring. I was like, they said, everything we get is 100% donated into this place. And, and I started asking him, you know, what, it, what does it mean at, on a monthly basis? And he started giving me some numbers. I was like, really? So I think it was just a kind of, we're in the early process of talking uh, about some things, but it, it just started stirring up in us what we could do outside of just what church is. So... Um, we'd also like to get your ideas. Maybe you all have some ideas and say, hey, uh, Pastor Rich, Pastor Mindy, or our team, I have this idea that may, may be able to reach more people, maybe bring more income into the church. So we would love to hear from you guys too. And we're gonna 
end it today with, we're starting our 21-day Daniel fast um, tomorrow. And they posted yesterday a teaching on fasting and why we fast and the why behind the what and, and the Daniel fast with scripture and so on and so forth. But this year, our team decided we wanted to do everything we can to take the hard part of eating the food out of the equation. So on your way out, there's a paper with the foods you can eat on the Daniel Fast and the foods you can't eat on the Daniel Fast. It is fruits, nuts, vegetables, and uh, grains. Fruits, Yummy. nuts, vegetables, and grains. No meat, no dairy, no sweets. You, and, and we've tried to make it easy. So all you have to worry about is focusing on prayer and growing your relationship with the Lord. The social media team is doing a great job. They're gonna do a prayer focus every single day. And then they're going to also, um, they're also going to be doing some cooking so that you can get some ideas so that you're not just eating rice and beans every day. My first Daniel fast, I was like, oh my gosh, I do not wanna see any more hummus or any more rice, rice and beans. Um, but we're just trying to take the hard part out. Now listen, Pastor Rich said last week that fasting without prayer is just a diet. We are not going on a diet. We are not manipulating God, but we know that when we are obedient yeah. to something that God has, Jesus commanded, then what God will do in 21 days of your life. This church is here because of fasting and prayer. So we're going to ask that you pray about it. Go watch that video. Before you make up your mind, pick up a, a paper and stay connected on social media this week so that you can stay the course and be encouraged. Again, we have that daily prayer focus that you can pick up at the door on the way out as well. And we will have community prayer this Wednesday at 6.30. Our church, just so you know, we're fasting this year for clarity. Like God gave us some strategy, but now we need clarity. We're praying for more strategy for 2021. The vision is clear, but now we need the strategy to do it. And then the last thing, we're going to continue to pray and fast for growth. And you need something that you're praying and fasting for as well. Listen, what you focus on is what you will see. And as I said a little while ago, 2020 was probably one of the blurriest years that we've ever had. But it didn't change what we see. What we see going forward into 2021 is this. We see more lives being transformed in 2021. We see more people being transformed in 2021. We see families coming together this year. We see prodigals. We see prodigals coming home. Come on. You got people out there you've been praying for. You got family members that are out there and you don't know where they're at. We see and we believe that God is bringing back the prodigals to home. 
we see growing again. We're not going to look backwards and, and see that our, our, our staggered growth or whatever. We see growth again happening in this church and not just in this church, but outside of these walls too. Young families, more children. We just, we just know that God is going to do a big and miraculous things. And let me tell you what else he's doing. He's expanding our territory this year. He's giving us a different sphere of influence in the Louisville, Kentucky area. He's, he's giving us broad ways out into the public right now. And listen, he's going to provide everything we need for our finances, for our provision. He's gonna, what that does is that shows you that he, God is still in control. He's still in control. Things that we can't do, we have to figure out and just say, but God. We're going to look back at the end of this year and say, we didn't have that answer, but God. We didn't know where we were going, but God. We didn't know these healings, but God. We're going to look back and know that He is in control this year. Woo! Come on. But let me tell you, as you're standing, this vision is not just our vision. That's why we spent a little more time this morning. Because you know why? This vision is our vision. This is a collective thing. And when you come together and you get to see the same things, you start seeing things happen. That's why this fast is important, that not 10 of us do it, but 300 of us do it, because God does something corporately. So if you can see it and you want to be a part of it, go ahead and stand if you're not standing and remain standing you are and I want you to imagine that you're in a ball game and you're down by one and there's three seconds to go and the coach calls a T.O. hold my mind Try that at home, please. Seriously, 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 seriously. God is looking yes. for you. Come on. And you, and you, and you, and all of us to step into the thing that He's asked us to do. So who's ready to step out in faith like you've never had before? Who's ready to see your family saved? Who's ready to Come see on. God? Complete the vision that he gave Big Church. Join us. Why don't you make a bold statement and come to the front and join us as we move forward into 2020? Come on, come on. We hope you enjoyed this message on the My Big Church podcast. We thank everyone who has given to support this ministry. To find out more about how to support financially or more about Big Church, you may visit our website, mybigchurch.com. If you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area and don't have a church home, we would love to have you as our guest at Big Church. We are located at 7209 Faganbush Lane in Louisville, and we have worship services at 945 and 1130 every Sunday. Thank you again for listening to the My Big Church Podcast.